Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Champions of Happy Podcast, the podcast where I talk to my friends about what makes them happy, what makes them smile, and what brings them joy. On this week's episode of the podcast, I'm talking to a good friend of mine, Ven Smith. He's a singer and songwriter. We're going to be talking about his charity work, working with musical workshops, especially within the LGBTQ youth sector, and his new projects, releasing his own music, including his new singles, Burn Me, and the new single, Sunrise. If you're enjoying the podcast, you can find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On there, I post all behind-the-scenes kind of additional content. And if you're really nice, you can go to iTunes and give us a cheeky five-star rating and nice review. That way, more people can find the podcast and become more involved. In the meantime, here's the latest episode. Hope you enjoy. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. Ben, hello, how are you? Hello, I'm good. How are you? I'm melting. It's one of the hottest days in London. (laughs) I am dripping. Literally, I've been to the gym. I mean, I told you already, but I've been to the gym today, uh, and that was hard enough. I haven't been to the gym in three months. I did a a hit high intensity something class, and that was really hard. And then I left the building, and that was really hot and sweaty. No one needs to know this. Why am I rambling about how sweaty I am? Um, but I do have a bit of a sunny head, so I have my notes written down very clearly about what I want to talk to you about. But if I talk utter nonsense, I'm blaming the sun entirely. Um, Great. You're Blame in Scotland. Always good. Yes, I am in Scotland. In... It is not um, as hot and sweaty as it is in London. <laughs> uh, we have had a couple of sunny days, which has been quite nice for Scotland, but it's now... Back to pretty standard uh, cloudy uh, weather. <laughs> yeah, standard so, um, Scotland. Because yeah. I, so I know you. Uh, so actually, before we even get into that, um, could you introduce yourself for the people at home who don't know who you are? Sure. Um, so, hello, podcast listeners. <laughs> um, I am Ben Smith. Um, so I am a, a musician, um, singer, songwriter. Um, very much in the, the pop uh, world these days, which is quite fun. Um, and I'm also uh, sort of working in music in various other ways. So kind of do a bit of teaching, um, do some projects with LGBT young people as well, um, and various bits and bobs, but music all around. Uh, that's, the, that's the main thing that holds me together. <laughs> nice. So we met through, because um, we're both members of the London Gamers Chorus. How, I, don't, I can't remember That's who's right. been there longer. When did you join? Hmm. Good question. Um, I think I joined in 2015. When did you join? I think I might have been the same. My, you joined at the same time? We might have done. My first show was The Love Show. Um, yeah. Ah. Me too. 
well, there we go then. Take. Yeah, nice. <laughs> so how long, um, how long had you yeah. been in the LGMC? Uh, sorry, how long have you been in London before joining the LGMC? Not that long, actually. Um, so I, I'd only moved to London the year before. Um, and then was, I think, sort of that end of that year, I must have applied to join. And then luckily it got in because there's just a big old waiting list to get into the LGMC. So um, there is. I somehow managed to squeeze myself in and then yeah so then I was in the next yeah following year whatever that was January 2015 I think yeah very good um, so yeah I hadn't been in London too long you are Scottish aren't you <laughs> I am Scottish this is very yes. true um, good, I knew so oh, yes I uh, <laughs> I am I mean you know I've been in London for a few years now so my accent's kind of uh, not as Scottish as it once was but um um so I um, yeah, so grew up in a wee village called Fintry in Stirling, in between Edinburgh and Glasgow. And then I studied in Edinburgh, so I did uh, classical music at Napier University there. Um, and then kind of lived there for a few years after that, um, before heading off to the big smoke in London. <laughs> but yeah, I'm back home now. <laughs> so, um, you know, this uh, coronavirus uh, year has been... Uh, an interesting one. So um, yes, I've uh, decided that I need to um, come home for a little bit, see my family, save some money, and then figure out the next steps. I don't really know much further than that at the moment. So. <laughs> I don't think anyone <laughs> really does, really. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's hard to plan the, tomorrow, never mind anything else. So you trained in, in classical music. What, what instruments do you play? Yeah, I did... Um, so saxophone was my instrument, main instrument at university um, and composition as well. So kind of writing and creating music. Um, but yeah, otherwise, I mean, I've always kind of played guitar, a little bit of piano as well. But um, so yeah, classical music was my training, which is great. And I do, do love it. But um, I always just loved, I just love pop music. <laughs> so I was always just creating uh, other stuff on the side. Um, so yeah, but the two have kind of been good trainings in music, definitely. <laughs> and did they train you to sing as well, or is that something you just you could always do anyway? Um, I sang in a couple of uh, choirs as well when I was at, at uni. Um, but uh, no, I think I like as a kid, I was always just really interested in kind of making up songs. <laughs> um, I used I had like piano lessons when I was a kid, but I didn't last very long because my teacher told me at the age of like eight that I should take a break because <laughs> I wasn't really committed to learning the skills. But I always kind of just enjoyed making stuff up. And then so from then, sort of was singing. Um, and then eventually, some years along the line, I've had like some lessons here and there. Um, and yeah, to kind of learn how to do it a little bit better. <laughs> Still <laughs> learning, I think, on the way. But um, yeah, I've always, always loved doing it. So Nice. Have you ever been any... in? Uh... Have you ever been in any bands along the way? Your musical journey? Um, yeah, um, yeah, quite a few different uh, different bands and different variations of me as well <laughs> along the way. Um, I think, uh, yeah, first band I was in was a high school band called uh, Kissy Jaffa and the Minnows. I'm sorry, what? For a band, I'm sure you agree. <laughs> Kissy Jaffa and the Minnows. So Please explain everything about that. <laughs> My bandmate at the time, this is very much teenage years, um, had some goldfish um, who were called Kissy Jaffa and the Minnows. One had really big lips, that's why it's called Kissy. One was orange, 
Jaff Kicks. Uh, and then there's lots of minnows. So um, in honor of them, that's what we called ourselves. <laughs> Did you all have like uh, that's, that's emo fringes at the time and fingerless gloves and oh, such? Absolutely. I had hair. I had hair at the time, which is very exciting. Um, I oh yeah, I fully fully had the straighteners out and straightened. You know the fringe. I'm pretty sure I had oh, yeah, blondes uh, dye in there. Um, there used to be a hat that used to come out as well, um, which is quite a favourite of mine. So oh yeah, please, full, uh, please send these images all those to things. Me. <laughs> I see if I can find some. Instagram somewhere. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was uh, first <laughs> first variation of the band. Um, then sort of later on, so before I moved to London, I played in uh, a duo called The Minister's Cat. Enjoy a weird band name. Um, so I played with uh, a great guitarist called Ali Todd, um, who uh, does a lot of like percussive kind of style of guitar, like Rodrigo and Gabriella. I don't know if you know them, but um, oh yeah. She, yeah, she's really, really awesome. Um, and she's since got to play with them since uh, since we were in a band together. So she's doing doing amazing stuff uh, in Edinburgh. Um, so yeah, we uh, played, did loads of gigs together and did a did an album before I moved to London. And then yeah, I've kind of done various various things myself as well. But um, this new Ben Smith is the uh, yeah the current current project that I'm working on. I'm quite excited oh, to be cool. Just before we get on to the new stuff, I'm curious, are you still in touch with your original bandmates? Kissy, Jabber and... Um, yes. Well, you know, actually, um, Chris, who was the, the bassist and the, who, who had the goldfish, um, he got married uh, maybe like a year ago, two years ago. So I was uh, very happy to be invited to the wedding, um, which was also a wedding on a beach in Portugal, which of course didn't sway my, uh, <laughs> sway if I was going to say yes or no, but um, it was beautiful, it was lovely. So yeah, it was very nice to have a, little, a small reunion then. Uh, and the other bandmates are kind of dotted around here and there, so. <laughs> oh, cute, nice. Oh. Now, um, while you've been in London and while you were, uh, while you were part of the LGMC, I know you did a lot of um, LGBT musical workshop work. And I know you work with a charity, Mosaic. Uh, and yeah. I helped, I, well, I, 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 I turned up and assisted ish uh, on the project. You did. <laughs> um, and their song is now, I've seen, is now on Spotify, Teacher, Teacher. Ah, oh, amazing. I didn't even know that. That's great. Yeah, I, I don't know where I saw it. It popped on my, my Instagram feed the other day. I was like, oh, I, I know that song. That's, uh, that's Ben's yeah, song. Great. Oh, I'm glad. <laughs> um, yeah, so, um, uh, so I, when I was living in Edinburgh, when I was a student, I used to work for a charity there called LGBT Youth Scotland, um, which pretty much does as it, <laughs> as the name suggests. So it's like a, a youth, youth charity for young LGBT um, people. And I was doing youth work and working in, um, also doing like projects in schools as well. Um, so yeah, like ta tackling discrimination and, um, and then just yeah, supporting young LGBT people. So I've yeah, so I've always kind of been doing that and been really interested in seeing how I can keep on working in that area. Um, and then I've managed to kind of bring music into that as well, which was that that project I worked with uh, with Mosaic. Um, so that was a songwriting project. So we worked together um, with the London Gamers course as well. So, uh, members such as yourself who came along and kind of. Um, I guess kind of acted a little bit like role models or like kind of just joined in with the songwriting and then we end up creating that song, Teacher Teacher, um, which then has given money back to the charity as well. 
Um, and yeah, since then I've worked um, with WAC Arts in London as well. So they're uh, like an arts college and charity based in um, Belsize Park in North London. Um, so I've done another similar project of them. Um, and hopefully um, we'll maybe try and get together an LGBT youth choir at some point as um, sort of a plan that's been bubbling away in the background for a little bit. But um, yeah, fingers crossed there'll be more, more of that stuff in the future. <laughs> Have you been doing any um, online Zoom educational stuff or any Zoom live performances of your own? I've done like bits and bobs. So I um, teach guitar as well. So I was working in a primary school before coronavirus times. Um, so I had to quickly transfer my teaching to, to Zoom. So I'm <laughs> spending a lot of time on Zoom. I also work for um, like a youth orchestra charity um, called Orchestras for All. Um, so I uh, organize like residential courses for teenagers from all across the UK to get together and be part of this orchestra. Um, obviously we can't do that right now. So just last week I spent three days doing um, music orchestra courses on Zoom, <laughs> which is um, quite challenging, but um, we managed, that, to, yeah. managed to pull it off, I think. But <laughs> like, no, um, not that string. Done, no, yeah, done not, few... that, not that string. No, no, the yeah. other string. Look at your webcam. You have to like stare into the, yeah, stare into the camera so much. I mean, you know, sometimes it just you just have to kind of go with it and hope for the best. But um, you know, there's way. I think everybody's starting to get a little bit more used to it now, and there's sort of little techniques and ways to help. But mm. oh yeah, I can't wait to be able to do real life teaching and gigs as well. I really miss that. I mean, I've done a couple mm. of live things on Insta and stuff, but um, it's not the same. That's like that's my favorite bit is just being on stage and working with other people and uh interacting and you know and watching other musicians as well and like um so i miss that <laughs> well i guess <laughs> when, when you're stuff. when you're performing to an actual audience you're getting an actual live in-person feedback energy atmosphere whereas yeah, i suppose exactly. like, i know you did the um oh god i'm gonna get the charity wrong now stone is it stone gate stone wall oh yeah the um house of stonewall or ah, so stonewall, stonewall housing um yeah and so they have a sort of uh, a, a program of sort of fundraising and stuff at High System Wall. Um, yeah, which is really cool. So that was uh, that was not long into, I think, sort of lockdown stuff. So mm. they quickly turned out this festival, um, which was great, which was really good fun. Um, but that, I think that was my first one. And I was, so I was quite nervous about how to do turn it a gig into online. Um, and yeah, yeah, exactly that, because it's so strange because you don't get any immediate feedback. So you're like... Well, I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, <laughs> on to the next thing, because um, I'm I like I would often, if I'm doing gigs, I'd I would often change the set list like during the, the gig, depending on how the audience is reacting to stuff, and be like, oh, do you know what? I need to like up the pace now, or mm -hmm. if people are really engaged, I can kind of be like take a little bit of time and slow things down, or tell a little story, or you know, you you just pick up the vibe of what the audience wants, but. Um, yeah, it's quite hard to do that online. <laughs> well, me and my partner, Colin, we were watching online and we were clapping and cheering throughout. And I, I think I sent you a message oh, straight away. Like, I imagine it must have been really weird. Like yeah, you're in your did. room and then all of a sudden you're not, <laughs> did you're not performing anymore. <laughs> no, you were great. Well, that's so, appreciate, appreciate the audience. <laughs> So now, massive new projects you've got going on, um, starting with uh, your single "Burn Me" and your new release "Sunrise." That seemed to—I I feel like that came out of 
I mean, I, I imagine you, you talked to some people about it, but for me, uh, just on Instagram one day, boom, Stephen uh, Ben has got, a, has got a music video out there now. Where did that come from? That's right. I, I changed my name from Stephen to Ben. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> so, uh, well, basically, um, Stephen Smith is quite a common name. So um, I needed what? to uh, find somewhere to make myself a little bit easier to find. So I um, went with Ben. <laughs> ben Dublin. Um, yeah, I mean, so... Well, like I said, I've always kind of been doing stuff, but this is... Uh, a new project in terms of like I worked with uh, a producer um, who had not worked with before um, and haven't I've never really done that for like working with a producer just myself it's always been more like in a band or just recording our stuff but um, so I did all that recording last summer um, and then kind of just took time to kind of get it all together get the sort of right things in place and um, yeah think about all the other bits and bobs that come with releasing music which are all basically marketing <laughs> stuff and uh, which I've been learning so much about as well and, and how to kind of like do stuff on social media as well and then I then this year obviously my plan was to be doing much more like live stuff so suddenly I've had to like figure out how to be more kind of present on social media um, which has definitely been a learning curve for me but um yeah so it probably did feel like it was coming from nowhere but I, I was working on it in the background so I've got four tracks that are like ready to go so i've released two of them now and then two more um coming this year at some point <laughs> exciting i love 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 the um the photo shoot promo images you've got you're i think you're in a, like a red room you're wearing a suit yeah. um <laughs> stunning just actually like proper pop star like oh, thanks quality love <laughs> what was that like well i think uh, yeah um that was really fun to do i think um like so i've all the stuff i've done before has also been probably a bit more like a singer songwriter and i'm much more of a live musician i think so i'd host open mic nights and just do live stuff work in bands and things so this is the first time i was more thinking about more of a studio kind of project and um i probably went in thinking i was going to do more of like an acoustic album and then but there was one track that i had created that was a I did myself more with like synths and all that kind of stuff. And then the producer, Jack Gurley was like, let's do this. And then it turned out being a much more kind of pop sound. And I was like, I was like, do you know what? That's what I've always really wanted to do. <laughs> so I was really happy to be like, yeah, I'm gonna do it. And then, so then it was like, well, you need to get a photo shoot together. You need to think about all the imagery, get think about the videos and stuff. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. So, um, so they kind of hooked me up with, um, uh, a great photographer called Salam Said, um, who does yeah beautiful stuff and um, lens on Instagram, um, and so I was yeah super excited to work with her. And then they also gave me a stylist as well, which um, was amazing. I'm quite in need of a stylist, so this was quite good. I, <laughs> well, I can't take credit. I can't take credit for any of the outfits, but they were gorgeous, right? So they were. Um, mm. So uh, Romano, he um, was a stylist and he worked with a designer in London, like one times one clothing. Um, and so brought all these beautiful outfits um, to this shoot. And I got to just roll around in the glory. So I did, we <laughs> um, shot it in uh, the glory in London because uh, that was where I'd done quite a few gigs and ran like hosted open mic nights and stuff. So it felt like a sort of a nice place for me to do it. And also they've got nice. that amazing 
corridor that's like all red before you go out to like the smoking oh, of area. <laughs> I did wonder um, where it was. Ah. It's a great place for a photo shoot. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, we arrived that day and there was like this. Um, so this was luckily we just did this all in the end of January. So just before, you know, the, the year unfolded as it has. Um, so I managed to get everything done. But um, yeah, it was all going on that day. We arrived and there was like some other group of people during the day having a photo shoot. And there's like all these like models, like proper models, like um, on the stage, like all the glitter and stuff. And there's me just kind of rocking up like, oh, hello. Um, I was like, okay, let's put my pop star uh, shoes on and pretend for a day. So um, it was quite fun. Oh, <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, yeah, I genuinely saw the images. I was like, "What? This is cool." Um, so, "Burn Me," uh, you're the first uh, release, which has uh, a music video. Tell me about that. Um, so yeah, so "Burn Me," uh, yeah, it's very much more kind of a, a sort of ballad song. So, it's, um, mm. but uh, yeah, I wasn't as expecting to kind of release that first. But then some people I was kind of working with, they were like, "Yeah, you should go go with this one first. Um, which I'm quite pleased I did in the end. But um, yeah, the song itself, um, I, um, the song itself is actually quite an old song. So I wrote that, the original kind of version of it was written quite a few years ago, but um, then sort of I re revisited it and kind of reworked it um, into what it is now. Um, yeah, it's really about, um, I guess kind of like about losing confidence in yourself um, and kind of realizing that you kind of need to break down some walls or barriers that you might build up to move yourself forward in some in some sort of way um and then when the music video kind of drew out some more i guess more like lgbt themes from that as well um uh because i ended up going back to school for, for the music video so um i managed to uh get use of a primary school uh, one evening um from another fellow, fellow LGMC uh, person who's a head teacher. Um, and um, so, yeah, the idea was it's kind of like me back at school, but as an adult, um, which sounds kind of weird, but um, I guess it was just thinking about, yeah, my time being gay in school when I couldn't really be myself. Um, and then sort of being able to revisit that and kind of just be a bit silly and run around and kind of have a joyful experience in school as an adult. Um, and they, they just like fit these like amazing lights in this hall which so there's a scene in the music video where basically i just dance randomly um which is very unplanned but they just put these lights they're like the best lights i've ever seen never mind in a primary school they're like, they're like amazing they're like all like rainbow colored strips that go across the top amazing. of this primary school hall um i think the purpose of them they were saying is like so you know how in primary school i don't know if you had this but you have like different houses yeah, know? we had birds. Like, I went to a number of schools, but in one of them we had birds, I think. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. yeah. And so like, they, like Harry Potter, like Gryffindor, have, like, Ravenclaw. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And they'd have like house colours or whatever. So, you, mm. so the idea behind these lights was like whenever one house won whatever the competition of the week was, they'd turn the whole hall like red or something. Oh, wow. So anyway, so I was like, oh, wow. Well, these are really cool. So we managed, so someone was actually like sitting... <laughs> hiding behind a piano and then switching uh, all the different colors so that we could just get like this kind of rainbow color effect um and then so i just had a wild dancing moment in the hall um so yeah so that, that, that's how that all kind of came about but um i guess yeah that sort of through the mid the video kind of brought out i guess more of the 
kind of coming out themes of the song as well. But like, I had loads of ideas for this, this video, um, and this in the end, this is kind of what happened. That I was just I could only get me <laughs> and the cameraman together to be in the school at the time. It was going to involve drag queens, choreography, paint, perhaps. I was thinking about how I could burn things because it's all about burning. Anyway, my budget and my imagination were slightly uh, more high reaching than, than the reality. So, but in the end, I think uh, the, it sort of worked out well. <laughs> no, it comes, it comes together beautifully. So was it just yourself and a cameraman? Did you have a producer, director for that? How, how did that work? Um, so just me and this guy, Max Bandicoot, who's um, a French rapper, musician who lives in London, um, and has a company called Go Out of Tunes. So like it works uh, just with him, basically. He, he's a great guy to work with and we just just really met on that day and had to just pull it together um and then um his assistant Lorna as well so it's just the three of us and you've just released um just days ago i think your newest release which is sunrise um when i first read it i thought it said sunburn just because i've been in so much sun at the moment i'm like oh what a appropriate name for how hot it is right now um <laughs> So uh, well, tell us about that. I, there's no video for that, or will there be a video for that? Um, there is no video yet, but um, yeah. So yeah, so just just released uh, last week. Um, so yeah, this was actually the first track that I recorded. Um, but uh, yeah, it's very much more kind of summer pop vibes. Much more kind of like produced, like I was saying. Um, but. Um, yeah, it's a kind of uh, it's quite a personal song actually. So I kind of I guess hidden behind some of the more kind of poppy elements. Um, so it's actually a song about grief. Um, so it was written um, about my partner at the time, um, and he'd just lost his mum unfortunately. So it was kind of speaking about that the idea of kind of supporting someone through that, um, and also just about that experience in in general, which I guess is quite universal, but also deeply personal as well. Um, and yeah, trying to find the right words and is difficult in, in that way. So that's kind of what the song's about. And then um, sort of thinking about use, the use of metaphors and like looking for kind of hope, um, even when things are, things are tough. Um, I also wrote the song when I was on holiday in Gran Canaria, which is ah. a very nice place to be. Um, hmm. so, uh, we, very gay party place for a brief. Very gay party place, I know, which doesn't quite mix with the grief, but um, hmm. I think, uh, I mean, that well, that's a bit of a juxtaposition of kind of what we were going through at the time, which was him grieving, but also doing it in a place which is very sunny and very poppy and very gay and very party. Um, so uh, all of that kind of mixes into the song a little bit. So I feel like it's kind of got a bit of a sad, happy, happy, sad vibe. Um, but uh, the, the end point of it is to kind of be a little bit hopeful and um, hopefully hopefully that comes across um but yeah there's no music video yet but um i am planning to get them to get a trip to gran canaria oh well that'd be amazing wouldn't it right <laughs> you can come you can star in the video with me cool i'll i'll <laughs> hold a reflector and a speedo wow good Great. There we go. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so you, you mentioned before you've got two more um, tracks recorded and ready to release. Do you have ideas as to when you're going to do that yet? Or is that still very much in the working pipeline? Um, it is, yeah, not totally yet, but so probably um, next single will come out uh, maybe like next month 
or maybe into October, but yeah, something like that. And then by the end of the year, all four tracks will be out as an EP. Um, but I ended up, uh, for the first track, I ended up getting a remix together as well, um, which uh, was great, really good fun to do. And um, so there's a guy called Ben Howell, who back in April did um, like this mashup of Dua Lipa's Hallucinate and the BBC News theme, um, which went yes! like, madly viral. Yeah. Oh my God, that's uh, so cool. So you he ends up like, being on the news. Yeah, well, so randomly, well, I'd heard this and I was like, that's really cool. And then um, I think like my brother or my dad was like, you know, the guy that did that is Ben Howell, who used to be my neighbor, like growing up in Fintry in the village that I am right So a uh, random connection. So then I got in touch with him just to say, hey, like, that's really cool. I just heard your new song. Would you mind if I did? And um, yeah, like made it a uh, welcome sort of summer summer bop <laughs> version of the nice. ballad. So, um, so yeah, so see, so there might be like another remix thrown in the mix with some other bits and bobs as well. So um, yeah, let's let's kind of see see what happens. <laughs> Maybe next you'll be like mashing up with Dooley and doing a music video in Gran Canaria. <laughs> would that would be great? Let's right? get that. Let's get that booked up. You've you got to put it out into the universe that? and it will happen. Okay, great. okay if you're listening, I would like this to happen, please. <laughs> Do a leap day if you're listening to the podcast, but I'm sure you are. Um, let's make it happen. Obviously. Right? <laughs> um, so your music, do you, find, do you have any particular inspirations or like style or artists you kind of look to and like think, oh, I like your, what you're doing and go from there? Um... I'm pretty, pretty varied in kind of um, sort of things that I like. Um, so I really like kind of like singer-songwriter type stuff like Rufus Wainwright, Sufjan Stevens, um, John Grant, <laughs> all the gay singer-songwriters I met for. Um, Laura Marling. So that kind of stuff is much more, I guess, like folky and like, yeah, more singer-songwriter stuff. But then, um, as I said before, I'm basically a fan of any pop <laughs> any pop sounds i'm there for um so yeah but then also quite like classical music is obviously that's where i kind of studied and like so i'm a big fan of that as well and like i um like i really <laughs> i really like poetry and like writing as well and i like lyrics are really important to me as much as a good beat and a good bop um so yeah anybody who's sort of focuses on like so kind of storytelling i'm i really love as well nice yeah, it's have there been any bad, um recent but... songs or albums or artists you've been listening recently over lockdown that you've uh, you recommend to music mm. lovers out there oh good question um i mean the answer is yeah, Lady I mean, Gaga's well, album, I've... but <laughs> i mean obviously we'd say that <laughs> um i feel like we've had a few amazing like albums thank god like during lockdown um so oh, Julie Poe was like just before a lot just round about lockdown uh yeah Lady Gaga um uh Laura Marling as well if you want a more folk slice um released a great album it's fantastic um Fiona Apple if you want to go that way also released an amazing uh album what else um I've also been so I've been during since I've been releasing music I've been creating my own like Spotify playlist um, called Venn's oh. Quop. Um, 
pop standing for queer pop. Um, I think also if you look that word up in Urban Dictionary, it stands for quite a few other weird things. So enjoy that. Um, <laughs> but um, I've been, I've been, yeah, I've been discovering uh, like loads of like LGBT singer songwriters, pop artists who are kind of more, I guess, like under the radar. But um, yeah, that's been amazing. And actually, I feel like that I'm just listening to more like independent artists now um and it's really yeah it's really lovely to kind of see how you can connect online in that way and um everybody's so supportive it's lovely do you have any um guilty pleasures that you don't like time to give because everyone you've kind of named so far is quite uh quite highbrow any anyone out there you so don't really like cool. to <laughs> um well, I'm not even that guilty about it, but I love Steps and they produce some bangers. Um, my first like pop for into pop world, Aqua was my first like love of Barbie Girl. music. That was my, Barbie Girl was my first CD single, um, and then I got I think I got that album on tape <laughs> as well, um, and sort of wore that album out from listening to. Um, Swiftly followed by Bewitched, I think we're next on there. Um, so I'm not gonna lie, I, I will often go back to just listen to 90s pop. <laughs> I mean, why not? Why not indeed? I mean, it's great. It's great, great pop era. <laughs> what was your first gig? Ooh, first live gig I ever saw. Um, I think it was, um, oh, I think, I remember this now. Oh, it's got, it's got a story attached to it as well. <laughs> um, so it was, um, Stereophonics. Um, oh, cool. Great band. Love Terraphonics. Pretty cool first gig. And yeah, also, really cool first um, gig. My girlfriend at the time, my high school girlfriend, this is many years ago. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. Wow. Um, she, her auntie was a backing singer for Terraphonics oh. at the time, which is just pretty cool. Uh, so then we got to meet them backstage afterwards. So um, I think me and my girlfriend were both <laughs> getting Kelly Jones to sign our t-shirts quite, um, you know, <laughs> uh, quite loving that moment. Um, and then I don't know, my bar for gigs has been pretty high after that, I think. It was a pretty good first gig, so. Yeah. I think mine was, mine, my, I didn't do, because when I moved around when I was a kid, we didn't really listen to music until I like, got like mid-high school, like mid-teens. I think I would have been in year 10, so 15, I think. I saw Franz Ferdinand from my dad. And I loved Franz Ferdinand uh, at that time. But I'd never been to a gig yeah, with my dad before. Great. So we were very much just, um, we were in the sitting area. So I wanted to like jump up and down and rock out. But I was like, awesome with my dad. So I was like, he was sat down. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to sit down and enjoy the music then. That's, that's cool. That's cool. But then, but then after that, I think I just went to T4 on the beach, like, Three, three years in a row because mm -hmm. you know really cool not cool um <laughs> well you know still a festival right yeah it's, yeah. Cool. <laughs> it's not Glastonbury is it what was your uh <laughs> well I've, I've never been to Glastonbury it's, I'd just love to at some point tea in the park for me was my teenage festival years uh, in, in Scotland so um yeah spent a few uh very drunken weekends <laughs> at tea in the park in my teenage years I was going to say, what was your first song that you got or album that you got? Do you remember? Ooh, my, ooh, it's, uh, so I got, my dad gave me the album Space Tim Planet as a mm -hmm. 
uh, I must have been like nine or ten. But the first single I bought myself was by the singer Jay, eh, not Jay, um, Jem. Uh, I can't remember the song now, but I can't remember it's called. Where are they? Where are they? Da, da, da. Yeah, it's yeah. Mammy called They. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, remember yeah. really liking yes, the, the, the music video. She's like in song. space and she's just floating around. And then, unashamedly, my second single was my probably still one of my favorite songs, still, is Kelly Osbourne's uh, single, One Word. Whoa, yeah, okay. I can see you nodding your head like you don't know what I'm saying. Rocking out. I mean, I'm not sure I could pick that song out off the top of, you know. It's so good. Whenever it like plays in any random bar, I'm like, they're playing Kelly Osbourne. (laughs) And I look to my friends and no one has to do. I had no idea what it is. I'm like, it's so cool. It's it's you that's requested it, right? (laughs) Don't tell them that. Uh, But yeah, no, I didn't really get to meet them until much, much, much later. just because my parents weren't really into it. So it's really cool that you've had um, a history of um, music. If I could wave the magic wand and you could do a duet uh, with any band or any singer, anyone in the world, who would it be? Ooh. Um, whoa, good question. Check your question. Thank you. All the good uh, questions on the Champions question. of Happy Podcast. Yeah. Hard hitting questions. Journalist. <laughs> yeah, wow. Well, you are a journalist. <laughs> Um, oh, oh. Do you know what? Okay, there's loads of people I could pick. Um, but someone that made me want to be a pop star um, when I was like, maybe like, uh, or like do pop music um, was Katie Tunstall, fellow Scott, um, and amazing uh, loop action as well. And I love doing a loop pedal. And she's just lovely, and I've really enjoyed her disco in our house during lockdown as well. Um, and she's a great little pop songwriter. So mm. I reckon we could do a really nice jet, jet together. And if you can make that happen as well, that'd be great. Cool. Get your turn, <laughs> so if you're listening, I'm sure you are. I've got this great singer um, who'd love to do it with you. <laughs> yeah. Please, um, so when lockdown is all done, will you come back to London? Or are you going to stay in Scotland for a bit? What's your plan? Or TBC entirely. Um, Yeah, I don't know at the moment, to be honest. Um, I guess, like, similar with loads of people, like, you've kind of... So I've lost a bit of work. Like, obviously, any kind of gigs and stuff has not been happening. Also, a lot of my teaching and sort of projects which require me to be in places and with people. Um, So, yeah, unfortunately, at the moment, I just can't uh, afford London. So... um, Let's see. I hope that it's not uh, it's not goodbye. It's just a a brief pause. Um, so yeah, I'm sure I'll be back down in, in some way, in some form, at some point. Um, but just not sure when yet. <laughs> well, before you know, we'll be in, we'll be in the glory, dancing away to your singles and songs, <sighs> and we'll have a great time. We'll dance. We'll drink. You'll perform. We'll clap. You'll um... have an actual audience. <laughs> <laughs> great. I love that. Oh, yeah, I'm there for that. I can't wait for that moment. It's going to be great. <laughs> well, Stephen, uh, Ben, sorry, Ben, we are coming to the end of the podcast. <laughs> and where, how can we find you? What would you like to plug? Sell yourself. <laughs> um, well, you can find me on, on the socials, on it's done Twitter, Facebook, if you're on that. Um, ben Smith um, is, my, is my artist name these days. So V E N N S M Y T H. Um, pop by, say hello, 
if you're making music as well um, and you are LGBT plus, I'd love to hear. I'm going to add you onto my playlist. Um, yeah, that's where I am. Um, Sunrise is the song that is out just now. <laughs> Hope nice. you enjoy it. Well, thank you very much again for then for joining us on this new podcast project. Um, I can't wait to see you in person again uh, and see you in a bar. I you can know, buy me right? a drink. Um, oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, uh, congratulations to your podcast too. This is great. Um, thank you. I've been enjoying listening. So um, thanks for asking me. Really no, of it. course. No worries. Uh, well, I'll, we'll say goodbye then, uh, really awkwardly. Um, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>